Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. We hope you enjoy our episode. You kind of tumble and do a flip, do a barrel roll uh, out of his way. Uh, would you like to do, well, I guess that's sort of your action because you use the action to acrobatics mm-hmm. and move. Uh, Shanine, what to do? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to try command. Okay. Go for it. I need to look that up real quick. Uh, I think I make a saving throw? Yes. Uh, wisdom. Okay. Oh, sure. I'm sure that'll totally be... <laughs> you sound so excited about that. That's definitely <laughs> uh, a, a well-rounded stat for fire, fire elementals. I'm, uh, it's not terrible. Okay, so which one? Left or, the one that burned Ashley or the one that is next to Joanne? Um, let's say the one that burned Ashley. Okay. He will totally make his save now, I promise. Zero. Nice. Actual zero. Excellent. Um, okay. So, okay, so you gain, you gain the ability to literally give it commands. And you do have some options other than what's on the list. Um, but I'll give you these five that it default lists. Basically, whatever you command, whatever command you give it, it must follow on its next turn. Okay. Um, is this still raining? Uh, no. Okay. Well, it, it won't be by. I guess it won't be by. It will still be on their turn. It won't be by the. By Joanne's next turn. Okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked because it says they can't follow my command if it's directly harmful to it, so probably halt would not. Oh, to make them stay in the water longer? Yeah. I don't know that that's directly harmful. I guess it sort of is. I think it's probably fine. Okay. Yeah. I'll if you want them to stay in the that sort of pocket of water for their next turn and not move and takes no action. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, let's go with halt then. Okay. Uh, so it is actually their turn. They do halt in the water and they will take a little more damage from it. That was a really creative combination. I like it. Joanne. So how are they doing? Like, we're fine. are they angry? They don't are seem they... thrilled. Um, one of them seems to be listening to Rourke's orders f- for some reason. Okay. He just very immediately, when she starts talking, is just like, mm-hmm, what? That only affects one of them. I don't know what I was doing there. Um, <laughs> so the other one actually does move, but when he moves, uh, Joanne, you get in what's called an attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make a regular attack, and if you hit, he can't move. He can't move, yes, like, at it, all. It stops his movement. Okay. Okay, so the, well, nine, the nine misses. I mean, that's fine. So Kinda he does swat move him away. Way. Yes, he does move swat out of the way. Out of the way. Um, swat, swat. Because he does not like all the water. Swat, swat. So now it is your turn. Oh, now it's my turn. Turn. Okay. Turn, turn. Yes. Um. You can make one attack of opportunity between your turns. Each, uh, each between your turns. Okay, she's handling this dude. He swatted away. I'll, I'll, I'll swat at this guy too. Why not? Okay. It's not. Is it going to mess up Rourke's command? Does that I just don't... last for one turn, anyways? I believe. So. Yes, it only lasts for one turn, anyway. So he's already done what he was going to. 
Oh, okay. Well, then we're going to swat at him. Swat, swat, swat. <laughs> yes. Yes, 21 is plenty. Okay. He definitely takes some more damage. Ashley. Swat, swat. Then I just want my dagger, just because I'm so angry. Okay, throw throw that dagger. Uh, no, 10 is not enough. 10 misses. Nope. Uh, so your dagger just kind of sails past him and then falls back to the ground. Like, further away in the market. Uh, Shanine. Okay. Um, I think I'll try and javelin the higher-up guy. Okay, go for it. Nine. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it lands about five feet past Ashley's dagger. Sad weapon. Kind of just heft it out there. Um, they look very confused, um, and not at all happy. Um, uh, so one of them is going to swoop down and try and, actually, he's going to, instead of trying to, uh, swoop down and hit Ashley, he is going to throw fire at Ashley. Jerk. We'll see if his fire bolt hits. Whoop. Natural 20. For 23. Okay, so... I'm going to roll, because it, it does 1d, I think it, I believe Firebolt does 1d10, 1d10, excuse me. Um, and then since it's a crit, critical hit, uh, we will double that damage. Double double whatever I roll on 1d10. Nope, oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, two. So you take four. <laughs> four more fire damage, and the other one will try and... Uh, throw on firebolt at Ami. F- five. I feel like that missed. Uh, uh, that is a no. That it it felt strongly like a no. It is very strongly a no. Okay. But I'll wave and say thank you for trying. He seems disappointed slightly. Your turn. My turn. Oh, yes. okay. That's exactly what I'm going to say to this guy. He's going to be like, "Hi, friend. Shall I swing at you again, or will you go away?" <laughs> Um, so if I were to move to swing, can I do that? Yes, you can move up next to him and try and hit him. That definitely hits. Okay. Uh, he looks like, like you landed very solidly. Okay, cool. Ashley. I mean, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you got, you got him nicely. Ashley, it is your turn, ma'am. My goodness, I'm just gonna get killed. (laughs) (laughs) Are these creatures capable of speech at all? Um, you're not sure. Actually, you would be sure. You were the one who was the most familiar with them. Um, uh, so they are capable of speech, but only in a language that is basically spoken by fire creatures. Awesome. It's a language called <laughs> Ignan. And it's not something that we would know. It is so. not something you would probably know, no. What about our fellow Genasi that are with us? Would they know anything? That's definitely possible, yes. Uh, If you wanted to try and talk to them to see if they would talk to the elementals, that's possible. I would definitely like to try that to see if they can kind of be an interpreter to see if that's even a possibility. Okay, um, they don't seem particularly concerned by the creatures as they are themselves kind of resistant to fire. Um, They're more worried about their goods. Um, So make me a persuasion check or something to see if you can convince one of them to come out and talk to one of 
basically your persuasion check will basically be used on the fire elemental, but it'll be one of the Genasi talking to him. Absolutely. Okay, so you have a 12. Um, so you speak to one of the Genasi. He looks kind of confused, but he agrees. And he steps forward uh, and sort of speaks to both of them. Um, he talks for a minute or two. They look very confused that someone is, is trying to communicate with them uh, in a form they seem to loosely understand. And uh, they kind of calm down, but they you don't necessarily think they're going to stop. He, he looks at you and he's like, I, I don't know that they necessarily understood what I was trying to communicate. It, it was close, but not exactly. My apologies. You tried. Shanif. I don't know. Can I get close enough to battle axe one of them? Sure. Uh, if you want to battle axe, which one? Um... The one on the right looks significantly worse off than the the one in the on in the middle does. Okay, uh, we'll go for the right one, I guess. Okay, make that attack roll. Seventeen. Yes, most definitely. Uh, you don't even have to roll damage. He had a single hit point left. Um. And as you look around, the bodyguard, the one the bodyguard has been fighting, has fled. And seeing his companions have fled, uh, the one in the middle sort of heeds your original instructions, and he out. Uh, but they kind of, you notice, um, they appear to head east out of the city. Uh, away from the platforms you're commonly you've commonly spent time on, but loosely in the direction of where she saw the owl uh, and the merchants. Thank you, and the bodyguard. Um, and they go kind of behind one of the caravans, come back out, and they give each of you fifty gold, and they also give the bodyguard fifty more gold. Uh, your help is most appreciated. Those are most dangerous creatures. I'm not sure where they would have come from. I'm just glad they didn't burn my fabric. And yours, of Absolutely. Course. Absolutely. Okay, so you guys have rid the town of fire elemental friends. Uh, Good riddance. Ashley is missing a not insignificant chunk of her hit points. Right. Let me... I'll fix that. I'm so sorry. I, I have the song of rest, though. It will be okay. Um, okay, so let me do Cure Wounds. Because uh, I got distracted. And I did not realize how bad it was. I'm so sorry, Lenara. Um, okay. Cure Wounds. percent okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not terrible, actually. That's probably fine. Uh, yeah, totally. Probably fine. That's okay. probably okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. I mean, at least two. you're two more than half. We're we're moving back in the positives. I yes. like it. Uh, and obviously, with with rest, you know, with a day or two rest and and some other uses of cure wounds, or I think she has some of uh, song of rest. Yeah, song of rest would also definitely put a dent in that number. She will be fine. All right, what would you guys like to do now? The song of rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't the only one wounded. 
you guys are third level, which means you have three hit dice you can roll to regain hit points with. I believe Ashley's would be a, I think it's a D8. I'm pretty, yes, okay. So basically, if you rolled one of the D8s you would to regain hit points, you would also roll a D6 as well. Okay. And you can do that one. You can use, I think, all three of them once per short, short rest. Don't quote me on that. But uh, but if you roll a, go ahead and roll a D8 and a D6. And regain them hit points. Okay, uh, so I'm, I'm assuming you'll use enough of your hit dice that before the next day you will be back at full hit points. We're alive! Yay! Everybody's fine. We're good. Good. Everybody's fine. It's fine. Nobody panic. <laughs> We're fine. Okay. Uh, what would you guys like? To, okay, so now everyone has their hit points back. Jo Joanne has some sweet, sweet new spices. And sweet, sweet blue cloth. And cloth. Yes. I'm really excited about wear this cloth, guys. <laughs> yes, wear it on Saturday. Right. I like dressing up on Saturdays. It's fine. Um, now, what would you like to do next? My suggestion suggestion would be to follow the little owl, but okay. See if you can go find the little owl friend. Yeah, I mean, okay. Why not? Shanine, but what everyone else? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rourke has a rough idea where you think, where you think the the terrace she was talking about is. It would be two or three days travel. From here, you would fly for a period, rest, fly for a period, you know, like you do when you go between terraces. Uh, but it would take a couple of days to get there. So if you guys are all good, then you take a couple of days, uh, and you get kind of in reach of what you assume to be the terrace the bodyguard was talking about. Make me either perception or investigation. I perceive nothing. Okay. All right. Fair. Okay. Uh, let's do survival because that's slightly better than everything else. I perceive slightly more, but just slightly. Man, Shanine, <laughs> Shanine is really taken in with some trees. <laughs> They're just trees. They're just regular trees, but boy. Are, are they especially green? Nope. I mean, no? Wow. <laughs> nope. They're just trees. <laughs> well. But boy, are they trees. Just, some just, fancy smancy. Just trees. <laughs> Uh, Ashley, would you like to roll one of the three? Um, was it for insight, survival, and what was the other? I'm sorry. Uh, investigation, survival, and perception. <laughs> to find yon tiny owl friend. I'm gonna do an investigation. So... Okay. Oh. Okay. Um. That's what I thought. So look at those trees. Man, are they ever some trees. Um, so Joanne's 11 is <laughs> what we're going to go with. <laughs> All right. Aww. Strong. No, we're fine. We're fine. Um, we'll fly in the right general-ish, yes. probably, direction. So you guys fly around for several hours. And it's Sounds starting, about right. It's starting to get dark. Um, you have not seen any tiny mechanical owl, owl creatures. You've seen no... Fire Jinjai, you have seen no towers. But it is starting to get dark. And you notice in the distance, um, sort of above the trees, a light. That looks like it's like 30, 20 or 30 feet in the air. Uh, and it looks like it's a couple miles away. And it's just kind of flickering and glowing. 
look, it's a light. Sounds like uh, the evil house. I don't know if we should be like moths and just go to the lights, but that's the feeling I'm getting. We should fly towards it cautiously. Yes. Okay. Okay. As you approach, uh, it does take you a little while as you as you approach cautiously. Uh, it looks like like um, a a light on the top of a construction site. Specifically, uh, uh, just kind of like, it's almost like a, so someone could keep working even though it's getting dark. Uh, and it's probably two or three hundred yards from you now. Sort of in the distance, yeah. You see sort of the glow of what is look, you would call them work lights, but they almost look more like, um, like Chinese lanterns or something. They kind of just float around and hover and give off light, and it looks like someone's working on something in the distance. So sort of further off, you do see what the, looks like the starts of a tower. And it's just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. You've been by this island before. There was definitely not this. This was this was most certainly not a thing that was here previously. As you guys get closer, I'm assuming you guys keep going a little bit. As you get closer, um, you do see sort of a little further away... Closer, sort of to the ground, this unusual-looking clockwork owl creature, and he's kind of hovering over the ground. And when he sees you, he kind of swoops down, and it looks like he heads towards like a space between two land masses, like he's almost flying into a cave. And the tower is still there, and the light's still going. Um, but you don't really hear the construction noises anymore. Uh, okay, you guys could do, yes, uh, investigation would be fine, perception, stealth. I want to use some stealth and try to track that silly little mechanical owl. Okay. Uh, any of the three of those from any of the three or all three of you is fine. Okay, Joanne has 12. Ashley's got a 15. Janine. Uh, 13 for perception. Okay, the... And Ashley, you were doing stealth? Yes. Okay. Um, so, Shanine, you definitely see the owl fly away and kind of down into a cave. Uh, Ashley, do you want to follow it? I do. Okay. Uh, you definitely see the opening to a cave. And as you get... For, he The owl keeps flying into the cave. And in the cave, you see a couple of things. Um, you see a big work area, like a large table with like design plans on it, maps. There are con there's construction equipment. There's resources for building, just kind of in weird little piles and stacks. Uh, you see the owl, and it lands on a, on a roost, uh, sort of above a chair sitting off to the side of of the t one of the tables, and sitting in that chair is a fire jinjai. And near him is another one of the fire spout elementals. None of them have noticed you. The owl sort of flew in here because he maybe noticed something, but no one seems to be aware that you're in the cave with them. Uh, do you want to sneak further in? Do you want to maybe, do you want to make a perception check? See if you hear anything? Yes, we'll do that because I don't want to venture any further more to, I don't want to venture further into the cave simply because of that fire spell elemental 
probably the one that like halved my life. Okay. So let's let's do a perception check. One second. Do, are are the other two of you going to stay outside the cave for the time being? Well, while she sneaky sneakies inside. Ooh, okay, 18 perception for Ashley. You guys could move closer, but if you move as close as Ashley is without using stealth, there's a good chance they won't notice you guys are there. Uh, Ashley, you notice a couple of things. Uh, the Genasi seems very intent and very focused on a series of plans on the table. And he's kind of messing with these stacks of materials. And he he just kind of seems very focused, and he keeps muttering about interruptions and timelines and schedules and deadlines and, and making sure he finishes the project on time, because he has to keep moving. There's more work to be done. And the owl's just kind of, you know, sitting on its roost, looking kind of confused, because he's pretty sure, you know, this is all kind of nonsense, but... This is what usually happens, so whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fire elemental appears to be moving things. Large stone blocks around. Sort of appears to be, like, putting them into stacks closer to the tower. You've made that perception check. Is there anything that you want to do, or do you... How, how, do you, how do the three of you want to proceed, I guess, is my question. I'm not going near them. I'm not getting there. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Shanine or yeah, Shanine, if you have any suggestions either. Um, okay, so these are the only like creatures we can see. There's no evidence of like other workers or anything like that around. No, you really only see him and the elemental and the owl. And the elemental just appears to be moving things. It doesn't really appear to have to be actually doing any like construction tasks. He's just like moving supplies around. They are the only three you see. And he, uh, Ashley is still close enough. He's kind of muttering, I must get this done before the others arrive. They're going to be here soon. This one has to be finished. Dragon left me with no tower to use. Stupid adventurers causing problems. Uh, he still hasn't noticed you guys. It is getting darker. And he, he, but he doesn't appear to, it doesn't seem to affect him. He seems to just keep working. Um, he, like, it's almost like he hasn't taken notice of it. Okay, lure the... Interesting. Okay, so you want to know... <laughs> okay, is there a way to lure the owl out? Without, I'm assuming, without getting his or the elemental's attention. Okay. Um, you could certainly try to... Get just... Like, create some kind of distraction that would be enough to draw the owl out without getting without it being something the other two cared about necessarily i suppose like a like a oh, what were those things called laser pointers no you'll blind yourself yeah. <laughs> too bad it's not a cat yeah that would definitely would work for that. <laughs> that would 100 percent work um not not the same with an owl uh if you wanted to create some kind of dish no. th th there there are things you could try and do yes to to get just the owl's attention, theoretically. Tommy can start hooting. <laughs> okay. 
try and draw him out with a like call. I'm not opposed to it. That's an option. Okay. <laughs> I'm very intrigued by this. Okay. We're going to give it a go. If 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 Joanne is down, uh, Omni can start making sort of a, a very basic booting sound. And then it crescendos. Okay, good. Good, strong. You got to build it. Ooh, ooh. Okay, that was terrible and way off tone. It's fine. Um, okay, so you the he sort of looks around briefly. What is that nonsense? Stop that! Don birds. Yeah. Uh, he he. Uh, Tohoro, go see what that is. And the owl looks around, kind of like what? Mm, fine, and just kind of flies back towards the entrance. Um, it has not seen Ashley yet. But it will see all three of you shortly. If you don't... Dang it. Hmm. You, you do have time to react and move as you do know he is coming. Even though it's mechanical, do you think animal handling could technically work? I, you're welcome to try it. I'm down that to or, try that it. That or like Arcana or something, maybe. I've Interesting. always wondered what exactly is arcana <laughs> okay so, so oh, arcana as i as, as i understand it and I'll, I'll look it up real quick on the website just to make sure i'm not way off it's basically your understanding of how magic functions so it's like it's your own partial knowledge but expressly I, okay so lore and lore about magic items or your own magical abilities um the planes their inhabitants etc you can I try would it be willing yeah, I'd be willing to take that risk and see if I can stop it, prevent it from being spooked by my presence as it slowly gets drawn out of the cave. Okay, go for it. If, if nothing try. else, it, it does seem to behave like an owl, despite the fact that it is, is a construct creature. Twelve. Okay. The owl sees you. It doesn't immediately just go nuts. But it is incredibly wary of you and starts to back away. If one of the other two wants to try and do something, or if you want to improvise from there. But as of right now, that was not wholly successful. The owl's not panicking, but you're also not in great shape. Uh, you could try and swoop down and grab him. Uh, you would need to do some kind of animal handling or... He is still loosely inside the cave, um, but he is headed towards the exit. You would either need to do, I would say, animal handling or maybe like athletics or acrobatics to take a shot at that. Or are you trying to trigger it to come? Like, are you provoking him to come further out of the cave? <laughs> An annoyed hoot, 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 hoot. Oh, oh, you're taunt. Okay. So you're taunting him. Um... <laughs> Okay, I tell you what, um, to taunt him, I'm going to say make me an intimidation check. Or deception. Either one. If you want to hoot aggressively at the owl to try and pick a fight, I guess. Roll, roll that deception. Ten. Okay, um, you taunt him enough to not go back into the cave, but definitely not enough to come out. 
Oh man, I want to deceive this hootie owl. It, it's an interesting option. It definitely is an interesting approach. Very annoyed, dude. Fair. Uh, <laughs> okay, since since the owl is torn between directions and is on an actual cliffhanger, I think we're gonna. I think this this is a good cliffhanger for us to end on. Thank you to Shanine, Joanne, and Ashley for joining me. Uh, where where can we find uh, you ladies on the internet, Shanine? Uh, I'm at thehootandhowl.com and on Twitter as the Hoot and Howl and Instagram Hoot and Howl Tales T A L E S. Okay, Ashley. I can be found on both Instagram and Twitter at APK1186. Okay, and Joanne. Uh, Joanne is on Twitter at LollyJojo and on Instagram. Oh, just, okay, just on Twitter. Just on Twitter at Lolly. Oh, and on Instagram at LollyGina. Uh, so go check those ladies out. Check us out at CityOnTheHillGaming.com, uh, City on the Hill Game on Twitter, or wherever you, you get your podcasts. And check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash City on the Hill Game. Uh, no, no, that's definitely not ours. Patreon.com slash City on the Hill Gaming. Not that other one. Um, I'm not low key running two Patreons for some reason that would make no sense. Um, no, just <laughs> City on the Hill Gaming. Patreon.com slash City on the Hill Gaming. Go check us out. Big thanks to our patrons, Ashley, Joanne, and uh, the fine folks from over at the Nerd of Godcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, and stay tuned for more fun fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons and some other stuff. We we got we got some stuff planned for this year. So stay tuned. We appreciate you listening. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com. Email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at City on the Hill Game. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter Grant and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks and have a blessed day.